one shot, one shot, one opportunity to bomb it like you've always wanted. In one moment, one moment, would you hit driver or just lay up? His grips are sweaty, breeze weak, hazards heavy. There's ketchup on his polo already, vodka in the Yeti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting to keep his head down. His group goes so loud, he knows his next move, but his miss freaks him out. He's choking up how everybody's laughing now. The boy's howling, clubs up loud. Snaps back to the left again. Oh, there's a penalty. Oh, reload. Welcome to the Bomb Squad Podcast with your hosts, Matt Smith and Jerry Lou. friends and thank you for joining us for a very 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 special episode of well it's not necessarily an episode of the bomb squad podcast it is yes going to be flown under the flag of the bomb squad podcast under sport dash travel radio network but uh unfortunately my co-host smitty and i have not been able to uh, connect this week to talk about the illustrious tournament that was the 3M Open. I'm sure it was a 3M Open. I don't have him here to correct me right away, and it's a one-man show, but I figured i talked to our uh, network director, uh, Ty Childs. You can find him on Twitter, at TourneyBoss. We've been kicking around the idea for a little while of myself, Jerry Lou, as a caddy and as a personality on social media that is mostly Twitter, uh, at Jerry Lou Looper, that's where you can find me, kicking around the idea of me doing my own one-person podcast. We wanted it to really centralize mostly around, like, my experiences. Like, it, I, I come across so many great jokes and so many great shots and so many terrible jokes, so many terrible shots being a caddy at Bandon Dunes Golf Resort in uh, Bandon, Oregon, United States of America. But I hate to say it, that's a treasure trove of knowledge that I just, it's a well that I just don't hit very often. Like if I don't remember the jokes or I don't remember the stuff very often, it's very, very difficult for me to pull it up on the spot or to remember it on a weekly basis. And when I do the Bomb Squad podcast with my uh, intrepid co-host, uh, Matt Smith, I, I know I'm a talker and I'm a shitty talker. And I, if I was just allowed to ramble by myself for 30 minutes, this would be very easy. However, he's a very smart guy and us doing 50-50 works a lot better. But I've been kind of kicking around the idea of between my opinions, which I try to keep personally off the show, and between uh, my experiences, which are vast and fun. I think of the few dozen of you that are listening right now to the current podcast, maybe just a few few of you will continue to follow me in this fun endeavor that is, I don't know, we're trying to workshop a name for it. We're thinking about, uh, this is mostly Ty's idea, uh, calling it the loudest looper, where maybe just once a week I give you a 20, 30 minute just uh, if, if I'm allowed to rant and ramble, uh, it doesn't matter if this horse stops himself. I can keep going in certain directions and we can have fun with it. It can get off the rails and go on to like, you know, movie topics or whatever. And I really, really, one thing I encourage is if I do this by myself um, and, and, and any of you at all are listening, I encourage personal reciprocation and communication, mostly via Twitter or email, where we can just like, if you say anything to me or like you have any question you want, I will bring it up on, on this whatever little segment that Jerry's having here. And uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I cleared this with Smitty. This is all cool with him. He is uh, above board, one of the best fellas I, uh, I know. I mean, that's why I knew him in a professional sense and then in a personal sense and then in a podcast sense. So all the three Ps are included there. And we're not doing a drink segment here, but I got some ice melting. So here we go. Okay. Um, 
Jennifer's uh, grandmother says this is bourbon. And you know what, I'm not gonna argue because it's delicious, but it says on the bottle of whiskey, but we got some Jack Daniels on the rocks right here. We're not gonna do the beers and bourbon uh, drink segment for the other podcast. I wanna keep this one raw. I wanna keep this one personal. If anyone's familiar with the comedian Bill Burr and his Monday morning and uh, Thursday morning after the Monday morning podcast, he just like kind of rants about whatever for 20, 30 minutes. And you know what, if five to 10 of you enjoy it, that's five to 10 of you that I am very happy for, but I find this mostly cathartic and help, uh, healthy for myself. <clears throat> probably more so in the end because um, when we do our show, we I have some rules in that like when we do the normal bomb co- bomb squad podcast episodes, we keep to at least sixty minutes average. Average would be nice. We can go over if you if we want to, but I mean we try to keep it humorous and try to keep that time length. And I hate to say it, like we really don't have too much time for like we're trying to make segments, but there's not that much time. I mean. We, uh, we do our best to make sure the priorities are covering current events in golf and uh, the last tournament. I mean, because obviously you guys don't hear us doing betting or, or, or like picks or bets in the tournament per se, unless it's uh, Matt laying down some, God, you guys heard that on the, on the last episode. Are you freaking kidding me? I mean, uh, he, or the episode before last, I mean, he just says like, okay, here's some good bets. Then here's a hundred dollars. Now I know he's Canadian. I'm American. I know, I know I'm not saying he's grifting me, but Jesus, Pete folks, that guy, oh my God, like, he did. Luckily, he gave me a, a slightly sweeter bet after that to like make up, make, make it up. But he didn't even give me a chance to like create an over and under or give me odds or anything for himself or whatever. So what else? Hmm. Ah, that's delicious, Jack Daniels. So, anyways, um, off the rails, on the rails again. Uh, this podcast, uh, I guess, uh, well, just give you guys a little uh, uh, a bit of history behind me. I love podcasts. Uh, I, I I've been listening to them for about ten years, thirty hours a week constantly um i'm not gonna well i'm gonna save this stuff for later if i run out of stuff to talk about but i mean that could be coming up quick because hell we've only been six minutes into this and this and you guys could be flailing like mad again this is an experiment if you keep listening to the bomb squad podcast and keep subscribing and and liking and rating all this you're going to keep getting the golf from me and uh, the golf content from me and smitty that you'll have always desired but this I actually ran by Ty and said, like, you want me to do 10 minutes, like a little soft launch of like uh, maybe a, uh, just a Jerry ranting personally and politically on his own and see, uh, see what sticks against the wall. And he wanted me to make it like a full 20 or 30 minutes, which is what I wanted my Solamente episodes to be. So with much respects to Smitty, there were two, two, two very stark things that stood out that made me kind of want to do this on my own a little bit. But I, I, it always works with somebody else. Everything works uh, better with more people. Uh, well, not everything. But um, when it came to, uh, he and I were talking personally about the mask stuff where we weren't trying to, I could tell uh, when it comes to the COVID situation, because we're recording here on uh, Tuesday, July 28th in 2020, uh, the world and, and is very much in turmoil, temperature and culture wise. And I'm an American living in America currently and things, I'm in Oregon, things are pretty nice, but ultimately uh, it's, it, it's, it's all over the place and everyone has to take consideration now. I think Smitty is, I think he and I just disagree in, uh, excuse me, not like, like his brick is painted one color and my brick's painted another color. He's Canadian. He's not even American. So it's, he doesn't even qualify as like Democrat or Republican, but I am all for the preservation of health. And I'm uh, I tend to think I'm more of a progressive thinker because that's kind of just the way the world's going folks. I mean, I was raised conservative and I really enjoy being a conservative thinker, but overall there are some things we can compromise that are very, very simple. And I'm always open to new ideas. Hell, I heard a very, very good opinion the other day about like all the people who are upset about wearing masks saying it's uh, interrupting their personal liberties. I'm not one of those people, 
I have other opinions about the masks. I wear them because I want to keep others healthy and I follow the rules. That's it. We can't talk about those things per se on the podcast normally when it's me and Smitty. These are the things that we're going to find on maybe my new podcast if this works out. But overall, I do my best to uh, keep my opinions to myself regarding the matter, but I also want to make sure that everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's following the rules, the traffic patterns, the masks, and uh, everyone's staying healthy and safe. That's all the point. That's all above board. He, in a very friendly way, uh, said some things that made me think that I, I felt our opinions really differed, and I kind of felt like we had to pull the pin on that train car and let it like drift off in the distance uh, slowly behind us uh, getting smaller and smaller because I'm like, okay, you know what? This doesn't have anything to do with us personally, but we have to be personable to talk about golf and be funny for you folks. So it's really tough if like he comes from a glass half full perspective and I come from a glass half empty or just like, you know, he comes from a heads to, and I come from a tails version of the coin, stuff like that. So I want to discard that really quick, which we did a few episodes ago. And I know some people still like uh, some of our friends at the Dingers podcast. Uh, you can find them at Dingers Pod. Yeah, I think it's at Dingers Pod. Yeah, they do fantasy baseball. They are kicking with lots of great episodes uh, daily. Well, not daily, but I mean almost damn near daily because uh, baseball is back on in some way, shape, or form, whether your leagues have reformed or not. These guys, I don't even play fantasy baseball anymore. These guys are just like my baseball news because they are deep into the stats. And I play a lot of uh, MLB The Show on PlayStation. And, uh, yeah, on the on the double-A level, I see a lot of the guys are talking about it. It's good stuff. Hmm. That's co-hosted by our network director, Ty. I told him you can find him at Tony Boss on Twitter. And Robbie Baseball. You can find him at Robbie Baseball one on Twitter. They're fun guys. Always down for a good conversation. Always very open-minded, yet very opinionated, which is kind of the point. So I – not to say I was just trying to get my political dice on the board or whatever – not whatsoever. Me and Smitty and this podcast, the Bomb Squad podcast, aim to be like right down the line about golf and hu- golf news and then golf humor. And hopefully we don't have any, a third thing to talk about. I mean, that's pretty much all that. I mean, you guys have seen, uh, if you're on Twitter, you've seen golf Twitter. It's a great relationship. I tell it to a lot of my golfers all the time. It's when, when I would go to freaking microbrews in San Diego. I would take people who'd never been there before and there'd be like, I don't know, a dozen people there, a few dogs, everyone's having a good time. And my friends would be like, wow, this is a great time. Why is it such a great time? And I said, it's you and me and 10 other like-minded people enjoying the same freaking things. So what do you expect? What do you expect? We're all here because we were seeking out the same tasty thing. And a lot of these people turns out have dogs too. Just one thing leads to another. The golf community is just a huge, a much more gigantic diagram above that in terms of like, you know, uh, demographics and numbers and everything like that, people occupying every single bar, more of this, more of that, more shapes and sizes. Now, I also like to think that when it comes to the golf community, they tend to be a little more affluent, a little more white collar, a little more well-to-do. Golf is not a cheap sport. We can all admit that, which also means you can't be really white collar or well-to-do or affluent or all of those things I just described, unless you're fairly successful at life or pretty let me let me put it this way you're pretty mature you're pretty like uh, screwed screw, your head screwed on your shoulders you're pretty buttoned down everything's put together so it's pretty easy for us golfers no matter your handicap to uh, get along on a lot of things and to agree on a lot of things and that's why twitter being a really terrible outlet for uh people to express their opinions or or even just like connect with people i mean it's it's gone way too political and toxic but i still that's why i still remain on golf twitter because God, guys, like the golf's fun. I've made friends uh, recently on 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 um, on Twitter. Well, not recently, but throughout the years, that are like uh, movie critics. 
uh, whether big time or small time, you know, I mean, it's just, it's fun stuff to connect on things that not necessarily, I'm not going to say aren't serious, but it's like, just every, anytime somebody starts talking about a subject we shouldn't talk about, I, I say like, guys, why don't we say like, who's going to be the AL MVP next year? Like, like, why don't we talk about anything else on the board, whether you're into sports or not, because sports unifies a lot of us. I mean, hell, it's a golf podcast. I'm in your ear right now or coming through your dashboard into your ear, into your brain, because you're into golf or you're into me and you met us or Smitty and you met us through golf. So it's all about golf. It's all about sports. That was the point of my first podcast. I helped create with another uh, golf blog that's turned into something else and hosting with so many guests and fledgling so much. I had to ask him, I wonder if their podcast was hit by a car, but we're not going to bring that up because a lot of you guys came over to listen to us as well. And we really appreciate that. So the whole point of this podcast I don't know. See, it was ramblings and tangents and we went from one thing to another and we're going to bounce around to things like, like the show format. I would say it's going to be a lot of personal takes and stances by me, not the bomb squad podcast. Again, whatever we're going to try and name uh, the new podcast. And first and foremost, I want to say, if you guys are still listening so far, uh, thank you very much. You've endured 15 minutes, not even 15 minutes of this crap, but ultimately, uh, this I, we always talk about rating um uh, reviewing all our episodes you know please subscribe we still mean that but now maybe more than well not more than ever but more for jerry Lou's sake just for fun uh i am open to all criticism on this episode 100 percent uh at jerry lou looper is where you can find me best on twitter and ultimately i want to know like if you guys were like bored to tears uh, if, 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 uh, it, it's going to get better, this is the first, like I said, and it's going to be different from the bomb squad podcast. So if you guys subscribe to our network, uh, or like look at our network, you're going to see lots of stuff. We got a poor sports, uh, there's not too much sports going on, but there are sports gambling podcasts. One of the best, I mean, those guys are top flight and, um, and I know in the golf world, top flight isn't necessarily a good thing, but in the rest of the world, it's like ironically a very high thing. So, you know, deal with the golfers, but I mean, poor sports, they do a good job of sports betting, but not too much sports going on right now uh lee the guy who heads up uh poor sports i don't have his uh, twitter right in front of me i'm really uh really sorry but uh he's been getting into golf a lot lately and uh i joke with ty i was like i can't tell if he's a golfer or not sometimes and he says uh well whether he's a golfer or not which he is much appreciate uh he's a habitual gambler and he needs to gamble every day and there's very little sports and he's latched on to golf and i gotta admit for a guy who's like uh, just starting to come around on golf the guy knows what he's talking about we got to get him off the Hideki train because everyone falls in love with him at one uh, with Hideki at one point, and it's already burned us all on the collectively on the same uh, Matsuyama griddle at the same time. But um, <clears throat> we've learned our ways and we're getting better. But uh, yeah, this is uh, going to be. See, I should probably like I should probably write as I go. You guys are going to hate this. Like uh, you're going to probably be punching your dashboard thinking like oh jerry was talking about something i want to hear and then he got off on a loop and oh we got lost and blah 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 so yeah that's just the way it's going to be so um <clears throat> i talked about personal podcast history like bill bird trying to be like bill bird did the drink segment um oh well first and foremost actually the only thing i wrote down was how nervous i am to do this by myself i mean it's but despite how nervous i am i i we need i want the feedback if you guys think this sucks, I mean, I hate the sound of my voice. If you think this sucks, if you think this isn't touching anything, which is why I was reminding you that this is the first attempt at me doing this by myself. I've listened to podcasts for over 10 years. The, the Bomb Squad podcast is the second podcast I've ever uh, created, and I enjoy doing it with somebody it, it, or with another person. It's always the best, like, to not do it by yourself. I mean, I like to think that I was about to change my Twitter bio to say um, partially narcissistic 
or, or something or like half narcissistic or something because like you have to be a little narcissistic to want to just talk out loud and, and think people uh think what you say is important or it's worth worth you saying out loud for people to enjoy i mean that's why i say hey hopefully the 10 of you listening to this subscribe to the new podcast and we'll keep you posted on the name which i think is going to be the loudest looper uh, what do you guys think loudest looper it suits me Ever since I was four or five years old, the teachers have always said my voice carries. But they, well, they, they said it in other words, but that's what I heard, and that's the truth. So mm-hmm. they were good teachers. They were, they were good teachers. I wouldn't change a thing about it. So some of the, some of the objective names I just got on here for fun notes we can talk about. I really wanted, uh, God, I wanted the first podcast or any podcast I was on to be called Jock Talk. And that's uh, a stemming from the Bill Murray speech about uh, a looper, you know, looper. Jock. I don't know if he ever said, if he never said looper right there or jock, I mean, in Caddyshack, there's not too many references to caddies being loopers or jocks unless like, you know, I mean, people really, everybody own encyclopedias or dictionaries or what have you, but most of those things said caddies are things that hold uh, your shampoo in the shower. But, but ultimately, I thought jock talk was a really great name. Ty wore me down eventually saying it was way too, it could be lost in the weeds of being like way too, um, Oh, not, he didn't use a specific word that was perfect. He, he said something about like, it just could be lost in too much common vernacular, so to speak. And, and I agreed with him, but I also thought to myself like, well, if I'm trying to aim towards like caddy or golf content, I get people who aren't looking for golf, but they enjoy uh, the, the bull crap that's coming out of my soup coolers uh, right now, then great. Yeah, that sounds great. That's, that just means the more the merrier, but no jock talk. And then there was, well, the Jerry Lou podcast. Now that's not going to happen. Um, the other two that I thought of was, uh, it could be called the thanks for asking podcast or glad you asked, but, but that is all, that's bordering too much on, uh, what's his name? That, uh, that Adam ruins everything, uh, thing on true TV, which I love the guy, but I mean, I, 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 I always strive to be a know-it-all, but it wasn't a good idea to be a know-it-all because I guess all of us, if you really deep down think about it, we hate, like, I, we hate what we are. I don't know what that means. And I'm not saying, like, what my word is in, is in stone. And, yeah, you can come at me on Twitter and say I'm wrong. But also, I'm also going to take the Joe Rogan card and say, half the times, guys, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just stringing some type of cogent thoughts together or whatever. I mean, case in point, I wrote down here some, like, topics of, like, oh, talk just real quick because, oh, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. This was probably actually the big this is the first iceberg I dodged with the Titanic and then radioed back to headquarters saying we need a better lookout to, and headquarters was Ty. I love Smitty to death. He is so good at this, but he has told me privately and he's told us all who are listening openly that he doesn't get movie references. Okay, that's fine. I'm not saying, hey, you like books better than movies. I like them both. But Jesus, Pete, he ha- you gotta, you gotta be able to reference something. Otherwise, I'm just sitting on pins and needles waiting for him to barb me and, with a good one. And I have to sit there and come up with something for him. But the next time I say, just like, oh, just the tip, just for a second, see how it feels. He doesn't know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's just, and, and, and maybe half of you out there don't know what I'm talking about. I just sound like a raving lunatic. But the point is that I wanted to get some references out there. I mean, come on, guys. That's, that's half the fun of it. And when it comes to references, I just started writing down some of my favorite stuff. And when it came to movies, like my favorite movies in no particular order, and some are quotable, some aren't, but it's like Dr. Strangelove, Blues Brothers, and Young Frankenstein. Those are probably the top three. Uh, a lot can be like mixed in and out in terms of the top five, top ten, but I mean, a good movie's a good movie. I, I put out that, I put out a poll the other day on Twitter, and I'm surprised. Maybe I just had a lot, my, maybe of my almost 800 followers, and I love all you guys. 
even though none of you listen to podcasts except the 10 of you that I'm still ranting at. But I said, what's more quotable, the Big Lebowski or Caddyshack? I thought I picked two of the most quotable back-to-back, like bookend to bookend quotable movies ever. And, and they're both humorous equally and not humorous at the same parts. And it was 80-20 Caddyshack. I don't know if that was, again, that was just the Jesus. That was just the, uh, the, 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 the golf crowd that follows me. Or maybe people haven't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, that was, when it comes to favorite TV shows, uh, The Office is killer. Uh, Parks and Rec is brilliant. I'm one of those few, few people out there who says Parks and Rec is better than The Office. And so you can't really say anyone with that opinion doesn't know what they're talking about because that means they've watched both the shows a million times and maybe they saw Parks and Rec a million and one times. But guess what? They were made by the same people. I see the nuances. I think pound for pound, Parks and Rec is better. Deal with it. At me, at Jerry Lou Looper, please. We can talk about it all day and we'll have a good time about it, I swear. But um, for my money, like Seinfeld was a really good uh, uh, TV show, but It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is, uh, God, they're taking a lot of their episodes off the air because of... Uh, like extra PC issues right now, but geez, Louise, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's one of the greatest shows ever. And anybody who's listening to this podcast right now, who's from uh, North of uh, America's border in Canada, shout out trailer park boys. I just got into them. Oh wait, whoa, let's rewind. Let's rewind. I need to pay a lot of homage to my Canadian friends here. First of all, rush. One of my favorite bands. Uh, still gets me choked up sometimes that, that my, my parents, uh, both by my dad and my grandfather and my uncle all played golf. My uncle played golf to scratch and led her his high his high school to high school I went to in uh, Coquille, Oregon for four years. He led them to state. He was a scratch golfer most of his life. All these guys were uh, collegiate athletes. Great stuff. They never told me a, co- a coach or an athlete to follow ever, but my dad and my uncle and my uncle was a drummer and I was a drummer told me to study Neil Peart and I never studied anybody at anything in my life except for Neil Peart. And when he passed away. I'll still say recently. I mean, it's, it, it's, it is one of the biggest heartbreakers ever. I mean, they weren't touring, which I still kept my eyes out to see if they're ever touring. I mean, rush, I, w- I would pay money to see them anywhere in this continent or hopefully in this country. Cause I don't have a passport. I need to get a passport. I got adult problems. Uh, I need to get a passport, but, uh, but yeah, I uh, love rush um, uh, kids in the hall. Oh my God. My mother, like would just like leave kids in the hall on the TV and then like do stuff around um, her, her condo or wherever she was living at the time when I was visiting her. Cause my folks divorced when I was at a very young age. And she, I just remember, I just remember ding, 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 ding. It just, that music is like, <clears throat> I wonder if you could buy it right now on iTunes. I'm going to look that up when I'm talking to you guys, but I mean, it was a cast of four men. We all know that or five men. I, I know it was four at least, but I mean, you want to talk about like weird stuff in a weird day and age or whatever? Uh, there is no uh, PC movement for these four white dudes who uh, wore dra- dressed in drag all the time. I mean, I didn't know if that was uh, per se ever an issue. But here we go. We got kids in the hall on iTunes, TV episodes, songs. Let's see if we got a uh, just a little sample here for everybody. Oh, that's not the intro now. See, it's it's iTunes. They're just going to give us... Oh, and I guess oh, we probably would get... If I, this podcast ever gets big, we're going to get sued for that uh, that little uh, one, tenth, uh, tenth of, one tenth of a second there. But uh, Kids in the Hall, great stuff. Canadian humor. There's tons of great Canadian actors and, and, and great Canadian influence on comedy that people do not 
a lot of Americans don't understand or recognize. It is top shelf. The Canadians bring it on every, every level. And this was leading me up to saying, I just started watching Trailer Park Boys. Um, God, like, geez, we're in 2020. I started watching in 2017, late 2016. Funny show. I could tell right away, a lot of people don't get it. They don't appreciate like the low budgetness of it, but it's just like, no, it's, it's the in-between humor. It's the subtle humor. You got to pay attention to it. I mean, people don't pay attention to it. People don't t- like there's something to like less is more in humor that works and and take it from me who like is a who's a loud asshole and it it really doesn't work very often so favorite tv show is it's always sunny in philadelphia but yeah kids in the hall and uh trailer park boys is good stuff favorite book what the hell what what is this am i filling out like am i like the playmate of the year and i what did i write down today like my i like a guy with a sense of humor uh favorite book well that would be island of dr moreau uh, favorite booze. I like my, uh, I like scotches and mezcals, but uh, bourbons and whiskeys uh, by day because that's, uh, you know, fairly cheap. When it comes to sports, I love baseball. I root for the Los Angeles Dodgers because when I was living out in Baltimore, Maryland, stationed out there and I was going to Baltimore Orioles games very, very frequently, I just decided, hey, I love baseball. Who's going to be my team? And the Dodgers had the coolest looking uniforms. That was it. 100%. That was it. People can love or hate my reasons or me being a fan for what it is, but, uh, but that is that is literally it. So, mm. Mm. I'm drinking up, getting a little cotton mouth. You folks have, thank you for staying with me at least. If you've been here, you're at the 24 minute mark. We gotta wrap this stuff up. But I got two tiny little things I'll share with you guys. Well, three, I guess. We got three things we'll cover real quick. Uh, a couple are one's personal. One is something I'll provide for the for um, uh, um, my part of the podcast, uh, just in terms of like personal takes I'll get from uh, uh, Caddy and for great guys like Jason Bruno from Lynx Nation. Look up his publication. I got, I, I will get to him in a second. But as far as the golf tournament goes, the 3M, uh, oh God, I wrote down 3M question mark. And then I wrote golf tourney. I know Michael Thompson won. Good for him. There was nobody, 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 at least unless you're related to the guys, nobody in the field except for Finau and Homa in the top 10. Finau classically melted away, sorry to say. And, uh, well, I mean, not classically melted away. He just didn't rise above. I mean, and I even got into a great debate with uh, my golfer today, Jason, uh, which I'll bring up here in a second, about, like, how, like, yeah, Finau's really good. He's on the big break. He's, like, a homemade talent or whatever. It's like, yeah, but when's that talent going to, like, when's that talent going to blossom? What is it? I know it's really hard to do, but look at Tiger Woods right before he started winning. I was alive for that, and I saw a little bit of that. Do, do, Do you remember how you felt or, like, how you viewed him? We all knew a little something, okay? Well, we all love Tony Finau, and he's very exceptional, but honestly, in, until it translates into a lot of wins real quick, what, the, to quote Billy Bean, what the fuck are we talking about here, ultimately? <clears throat> Anyways, so uh, in the 3M tournament, the one thing I wanted to bring up, which I noticed at the Caddyshack at Band of Dunes, and I saw it on Twitter first, and I saw people getting bent out of shape about it, and I saw people firing back, and you know, that's just how Twitter is. But evidently, on the Golf Channel in America, I don't know if anyone is internationally listening to this who isn't Canadian or elsewhere, elsewhere further, uh, charmed, I'm sure. But um, in America, the Golf Channel covers, on the weekends, the golf tournament up till noon, and then it turns over to network coverage, whether it's CBS, NBC, whatever. I'm not no-laying up. We're not going to, like, uh, break all that down but they didn't bring this up in terms of like how much of their podcast i listen to i'm kind of pissed about this just because whether they had good reasons for it or not it was worth bringing up but all of a sudden evidently at some point in the broadcast i don't know when it was this is where i need smitty but they switched from golf to premier league soccer 
Now, I don't know if this is when they went off the air and uh, golf-wise and turned it over to CBS and the networks to go back to your single and double-digit channels, but they the, so, so, soccer a, 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 a different sport appeared on a different sport channel. They didn't they didn't they they didn't cut to what we were watching today, which was the 2000 uh, PGA Championship with Tiger Woods and Bob May duking it out. One of the greats. One of the great like duels with a tiger and a nobody ever. One of the great tournaments. No, they didn't go to Nicholas Sunday final round at 86 at Augusta. No, they put soccer on a golf channel. You, I know some people are saying, "Oh, I see people bitching, but this is better than listening to Brandel." Folks, if you're watching Sports Center and QVC comes up, are you not going to get pissed off? Are you not going to say, or at least say, huh? I mean, are you, are you not going to at least after a while say, uh, okay, well, I just want to make a phone call out of principle because I don't understand. I was watching the space shuttle liftoff and it went to the Jersey Shore. I made up that last one on the spot. But what, what, what is all this? Like, I don't understand how, like, yes, hashtag grow the game. Uh, we'll reach out to international. Yes, uh, Jerry, there's some contracts out there. That, yes, you should look up it. This is the reason why they had soccer or whatever. No, guys, it's Golf Channel. We all know on weekends when it comes to noon Pacific time, or at least I don't know how, how Golf Channel does it uh, uh, on the East Coast in terms of their, like, whatever, uh, time-wise with uh, TV contracts. But that is <laughs> – if they played cricket, if they if they'd switch to curling or basketball, I'd be just as pissed. If they switch to tennis, which is the I wrote down on here, I only said tennis because I wrote down in my notes, tennis versus golf comps. I need to get that at some point. But I mean, if they switch, that doesn't make any sense. Soccer, they switch sports. Why didn't they cut to Ray Floyd highlights? I know there's enough, but I mean, come on, something. Anyways, okay, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. That was the only take from the tournament. Um, I promise you guys, let's see. Yeah, we did that. We did that. Um, so I learned something very cool from, uh, a friend of ours at, uh, at, uh, Lynx Nation. His name is, uh, sorry, I'm sawing, looking at a lot of notes here. Jason Bruno, a fella from West Palm Beach that I caddied for recently. He actually was one of my first, I don't want to say first Twitter follows, but folks, let's be honest. Uh, if you know anything about me or my personal Twitter brand, my uh, account is not even two years old. Let's do the math. Two years is 730 days old. Uh, my account's like two, three months shy of being that old. And I already have almost have 800 followers. Somebody hire me for your social media returns. I don't know if it can be made into money, but that's something or whatever. But this fella at Lynx Nation, at Lynx Nation, Jason Bruno, great fella. Just got in for him for a couple days. He was doing a, a great piece on a, um, the Sheep Ranch. We played 36 holes there. Uh, he played 36 holes there yesterday. Not going to get a lot of good pictures. The fog has been in lately, which is bullcrap because fog is a very first world, doesn't harm you weather type of problem, but your yardage gun doesn't work. You can't see targets. It's a, it's a very white collar problem. And I, and I hate it. But he, he was such an industry insider on so many things. And I can't wait to stay connected with the fella. Uh, shout out Jason. Uh, but I like the, 
I only worked for him for two days. And the one day I worked for him for 36 holes, I came back home and I was telling Jennifer, I was just kind of like, and then Jason told me that, that, that they changed this in the golf ball and this. And then Jason told me he went to the PJ Roadshow and they, they had a Bridgestone Sterling like cover, covering this guy's cell phone. They hit it with hammer. And then Jason told me this other guy's caddy or this other guy's lawyer of a player texted me. I mean, this guy, like, I, he is so connected. I think I'm not saying I thought I was connected. Yes, I'm friends with John Ashworth. No, no big deal. But it's let me just pick up that name real quick. <clears throat> but it's he is a superintendent of the golf course in Florida, uh, and it's his day job. And that's a very, 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 very tough day job that takes a certain breed of cat. It's it's kind of like comparing like firefighters to police officers when it comes to like comparing golf pros to like superintendents or like superintendents to anyone else in the industry. It's a very, very, very different line of work. It's very appreciated, the best. But he's been doing Lynx Nation for uh, 11 years now, or almost 11 years now. And it's kind of just a side hustle. He doesn't make much from it, but he's got a ton of great swag. His bag said Lynx Nation on it. His head cover was a big, beautiful leather head cover that said Lynx Nation on it. I mean, he gave me a hat that's going to be my new favorite hat because he taught me we were, talk we were talking fun industry stuff about it, how it was just kind of like, okay, I've seen a lot of Cutter and Buck shirts and pro shops. What the hell's up with that? And he shrugged, and I'm just like, stop shrugging at me. Everyone I talk about shrugs at me about Cutter and Buck. And then, then he said, like, well, people make fun of Antigua, but that's kind of okay. I'm like, yeah, Antigua's great, but, I mean, all the Antigua stuff I've seen in pro shops is from three years ago because they can't sell it. We were having lots of industry nerd inside talk or whatever, but he told me something very interesting that, going back to favorite books, one of my favorite books is 1984. I had this moment where, a couple of years ago, we all know that uh, the Titleist uh, Pro V1X is the red number and the Titleist Pro V1 is the black number. <clears throat> now, I don't remember the exact year the Pro V1X came out. I remember when they were experimenting with the firmer cover and they had made the Pro V1 star. And that was around 2003, 2004, 2005, around that time. But then eventually they made, or the Pro V1X was introduced at that time. The Pro V1X, I always remembered, was touted as the ball that had a different core, and a 5% firmer cover. It was made for longer, straighter drives. If you go to the Titleist website since the past two or three years, they tout that the Pro V1 black number is the one that is firmer for longer, straighter drives, and the red one is softer, has better feel around the green, more spin for more control, blah, blah, blah. I had a 1984 moment where I was sitting there like sputtering to the old lady saying like, hubba, hubba, no. It was the other way around. I swear to God it was. I know I'm going crazy. Nobody will commit me. Nobody will afford my medicine. But the, 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 the red number was literally 5% firmer and straighter. That's why I preferred the X over the, the black number. So I wound up, I literally wound up switching in the past couple of years just, just out of the blue saying like, well, I keep coming across the black number more. Why don't I, why don't I try that? Mm. Next thing I know, I'm hitting the, the Titleist Black Pro-V like I'm hitting the Titus Red Pro V and I noticed it. It was subtle, but I freaking noticed it. I swear to God, I'm only a 10 handicap, but I did freaking notice it. That being said, Smash got to me talking to Jason and he said, oh yeah, well, uh, three years ago, Titus uh, switched the color coding and on the numbers. So the black is actually really the firmer one, like the X used to be, and the red is now the Pro V. And I just kind of like blinked at him and said, excuse me? Because this confirms everything I've ever thought in my life. But he said, once uh, companies like Vice and Snell and all these other, like, uh, I'm going to say cut rate. I don't want to say half rate because they make good golf balls. I play them. I play whatever I find. And when I find a Snell or a Vice that isn't beat up, yeah, it's a great golf ball. 
but they capitalized on the whole like we tested against the Pro V. You've seen the numbers. I mean, you've seen my Golf Spy or, or Golf Works when they show the numbers side by side, or like anybody, or even the company itself. I mean, even though you don't want to trust the company itself, but you see the numbers side by side, and next thing you know, it, it like they're saying like uh, the Snell outperformed the Pro V in this, and the Vice outperformed the Pro V in that. So evidently, and here's the bombshell that uh, Jason dropped to me, and he's friends with Dean Snell, and he's friends with freaking everybody. Um, he said, and I quote, Titleist switched the color numbers on you, everybody. So the red is the original Pro V1, and the black is now the Pro V1X. It has been that way for about three years, but it confirms a lot of crap that I've, oh God, that I've been ranting about saying like, like, you know, no, it was the other way around. Everyone just said, yo, you're crazy, Jerry. And I, I get a lot of that and I'm sick of it. But, uh, and uh, here's my last point before I get some laundry for everyone to enjoy. Um, I only wrote on this one page here. It just says dislikes reggae. Yeah, we all love reggae music. Bob Marley is a wonderful activist and a wonderful musician. And yes, I do own one or two reggae songs, but uh, take it from this drummer and musician. Uh, Reggae is not complex or, 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 or hard music, as I was telling Jennifer earlier tonight. It's like, I'm not saying I'm this person, but it's like all of music is like being a baker, like making cakes and complex stuff and breads and pizzas or whatever. And reggae is a cupcake. It, yeah, it's still considered a pastry or, 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 or a baked good, but it's small and it's nothing and it's not hard to do. It's not. Sorry, folks, if you like reggae, and if and if we lost some uh, some listeners and subscribers and raiders to the show, I don't care. I don't care. Reggae is great. You're talking to a guy who ingests THC almost on an hourly basis. Reggae, reggae is terrible music. <clears throat> now, before we get out of here, I still want to tell you guys this is still a Bomb Squad podcast episode, regardless, which means Gorse Golf is still our sponsor. So if you go to gorsegolf.com, G-O-R-S-E, golf.com, or just Google the damn name with a space in between the words, just like how we all do when we're on our phones. I'm looking at you guys. You're shopping right now. You're shopping right now. I see you. Well, I don't see you, but I hear you. Well, I don't hear you, but I know. Anyways, gorsegolf.com. Enter in the coupon code section, bomb squad pod, all one word, and you get an additional 10% off anything in your cart, or at least I hope it's anything. It should be. My boy Crazy, he's a caddy, uh, Seamus, uh, brother Seamus of mine. Uh, he's brilliant at what he does. Him and his uh, lovely wife make these uh, wonderful head covers. Uh, they're doing it out of their, their home. They're doing such good work that stuff they discontinued is still in demand. I mean, it's uh, good stuff. You can go find a lot of their stuff, uh, a lot of their new pictures and the latest stuff on uh, Instagram, at Boris Golf. I haven't perused their site lately. I just got on Instagram myself lately which is also at Jerry Lou Looper, if you guys don't know. But find me on Twitter, Jerry Lou Looper. We, we, we always want you to rate, subscribe, and review the show. Always. We need this. We need this. I don't need this. We need this. But um, in terms of the feedback, I'm very curious about this episode. And Ty's a little curious, too. Uh, Smitty, not so much. You know, God rest his soul. We'll see him soon. It's been a busy week for the lad. But, um... I've, I've been very happy for you folks to stay on the sojourn with me. That is almost, almost 40 minutes. I hope Ty got exactly what he asked for. But uh, on behalf of uh, Dinger's podcast and Poor Sports podcast and the Bomb Squad podcast, this is Jerry Lou, the loudest looper, signing off. 
Don't have any catchphrases yet. Wobble, wobble, ding, dong. <laughs>